friends. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Layton, and thank you for joining me in our journey to hope. It is my desire through this podcast to bring you information about how to discover, sustain, or perhaps regain hope. It is sometimes true that when we face severe challenges to hope, we might feel like giving in. Well, friends, we must not do that. We must find the courage to continue on. Well, in this lesson, we will discuss outrageous courageousness as we deal with life's valleys. There are countless examples and stories about courage all around us. These examples are often given to help us face issues and concerns in our life and to have faith that all will end well. But sometimes things do not end as well as we would like. Sometimes things seem to end badly. We know this if we faced a real threat to our life or to those we love. It is easy to talk about courage when everything is going well. But when life happens and we are assaulted on every side, threats to courage get real. In those deep valleys of life, we experience doubts and fears. We might even experience guilt for not having a stronger faith. Sometimes it takes outrageous courageousness to face life situations. Please forgive me for a personal reference here. When I was in my um, initial days of diagnosis and treatment for cancer, as you can imagine, (laughs) I struggled with fear. I was shocked by the aggressiveness of the disease, as well as the disease itself. Part of my struggle was, why was I feeling fear when I professed to be a man of faith? You remember I talked about that in my journey to hope, and and I talked about how I spoke to that with my nurse, who helped me see through a lot of my questions. Did my fear show a weakened faith? That was my question. Well, she helped me understand that fear is a normal human reaction, especially when we're facing the unknown. But I did recall that I was a child of God. I also had hope in my incredible medical team. Whichever way it turned out, I would be okay. To the world, that is outrageous. Well, in this lesson, we're going to look at the relationship of courage and hope. And our emphasis is going to be on how together they help us on our journey to hope. The word courage is a common word that brings to mind many different images. The common definition from the um, Merriam-Webster online dictionary is mental or moral strength. To venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear or difficulty. And so we gather courage to help us persevere and withstand whatever is causing our fear. Now the word outrageous means bold and unusual. Outrageous courageousness, if you put those together, is is the kind of courage that helps us to not give up. The courage to seek a way through. It's the courage to look beyond the now and into a far better future. Outrageous courageousness involves the desire to live life fully, to seek and to go beyond 
what is considered usual. Now, courage, of course, does not mean the absence of fear. Fear is normal, and many times it's even a healthy reaction. Former U.S. President Franklin Roosevelt is quoted as saying, Courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the assessment that something else is more important than fear. Courage does not eliminate fear, but helps us work through and conquer fear. We identify and acknowledge our fears, but we must not allow them to overwhelm us to where we are unable to act. Sometimes what we're facing is not what is actually causing our fear. The current situation is only part of the issue. It could be that we are fearful of something else that is behind the situation we're facing. It helps to take the time to think through the current situation and try to isolate what is really causing the fear. There are many questions we can ask. For example, is it the fear of loss and separation or fear of pain? Is it fear of not being spiritually prepared for death? Well, there are some questions, some specific questions that we can ask to help identify the true source of our fear. For example, we could ask, how does what I'm facing make me feel, and why? We could ask, what is triggering my fear? Another question is, what is my greatest fear about this situation, and why? And the last question that, or not last, but the last example here would be, what do I really want to do or have happen, and what is holding me back? Well, many find it helpful to discuss our fears with someone. Uh, the one we're discussing it with may also help us clarify or narrow down the fear and to begin to identify how to deal with it. Putting our fears into words may also help lessen the associated negative impact. Once we've identified what is actually causing our fear, then we can address it directly. Well, let's take a look now at this relationship of hope and courage. Recall that the basic definition of hope is a desire accompanied by expectation of or belief in fulfillment. And we said that the greater our desire or expectation and our view of the future, then the greater uh, likelihood that we're going to have a lot of hope. And if we don't have a lot of hope, we typically do not have much of a desire or expectation of fulfillment. Well, hope and courage work together. They give us strength to face these deep valleys or these raging storms in our life. And don't they sometimes feel that way? We're just in such a deep valley where we, fear, we, we feel that there's just storms raging all around us and we just can't seem to find our way through, or we can't seem to crawl out of that valley. Well, the courage found in hope helps us to stand strong and to move forward as we deal with situations that seem to be beyond our control and threaten us or threaten our loved ones, and to overcome our disappointment. Hope helps us move beyond the now and into the future. Together, hope and courage, 
put us back on track to living a fruitful life, a successful life, and providing a sense of purpose. We may not know the outcome or the length of life, but we can fill whatever days we have with purpose. Purpose is critical to a hope-filled life. It seems our focus on hope or seeking hope intensifies in times of distress. Perhaps it's during those times that we recognize our limitations and our greatest needs. Being full of hope or hopeful does not mean we go around blissful and unaware of troubles and the miseries around us. Rather, it's the fuel that keeps us moving on our journey. Our hope seems senseless or foolish to the world. Where the the world encourages us to give up, hope keeps saying, keep moving, keep focused, keep strong. Sometimes this takes outrageous courageousness to sustain that hope and to energize us as we recognize that there is a future. Our steps are more confident as the way forward becomes clear. We learn how to deal with the challenges. One challenge is to accept that there is hope. If we lose hope, we slip into hopelessness and find it hard to start moving out of the valley in which we find ourselves. Well, let's talk about moving forward with courage. In our earlier discussion about hope, we stated that a faithful Christian, that to a faithful Christian, hope is, I know so and I am sure of. We grow spiritually and develop confidence in God's promise to be with us, to strengthen us, and to deliver us. We may not see the immediate result of those promises as we face the things that feed our fears, but we can have trust in our Heavenly Father's faithfulness. We do what is necessary to take hold of the hope that lies within us and we learn to move forward. Now, friends, we can't do that sometimes by ourselves. Perhaps we may, but quite often. It takes help from friends and loved ones, and it certainly takes prayer. It certainly takes a a closer and growing relationship with our Lord. Our Lord makes the promise to help and to be there for those that are faithful to him. I want to go to the Old Testament and and talk about a character that a lot of people are familiar with. I want to take a look at Joshua. You're probably familiar with Joshua. Perhaps the most familiar story of Joshua is found in the Old Testament book of the book of Numbers, chapters 13 and 14. Moses sent 12 men to scout out the promised land. And of the 12, Only Joshua and Caleb advised Moses to move into and conquer the promised land. The other ten men forgot God's promise to give them the land, though they advised against it. And not only did they advise against it, but they also stirred the people up to uh, rebel against Moses in this. And because the people believed the men rather than God's promise, Israel would wander in the wilderness for 40 years until the last of the generation would die, except Joshua and Caleb. 
Well, under God's guidance, Moses chose Joshua to replace him as the leader of Israel as they prepared to enter the promised land. Now, you can just imagine Joshua's doubts and his abilities to follow one of the greatest leaders in history. He must have had some doubts because we see God telling Joshua, be strong and courageous. He told him that several times. And in Joshua, the first chapter, verse 8, even the people of Israel stated this encouragement to him. Just as he was preparing to enter the promised land, they said the same thing to Joshua. And the key to these observations is that God was with Joshua, strong and courageous. There are many times in Scripture when even the faithful felt fear. Fear and doubt are common reactions when we face threats to life. We need not dwell in this state because the faithful have the promise made by God. Joshua heard it and was inspired to lead the people of God as God directed. And although the promise is made directly to Joshua, that promise is extended to his faithful today. In Romans chapter 8, verse 31, Paul states, In Romans chapter 8, verse 31, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? In the context of this verse, Paul was discussing how we deal with current situations and sufferings when compared to the eternal glory God has promised for his faithful. He discusses hope in this chapter, as well as stating in verse 25, that we are to wait for God's deliverance with patience. Now, friends, I know that's hard to do. We want relief now. We want it on our terms. But when we're faithful to God, we wait for God's deliverance on his terms. But Paul also encourages us by reminding us that God's Spirit is with us in our times of weakness, even to interceding for us when we cannot express our words in prayer have you ever felt, or maybe even have said in your prayer, I don't even know what to ask for. I don't even know how to ask for it. Well, God's Spirit is there as we're expressing that to our Lord. So as Paul concludes this great chapter, by the way, by the way in Romans chapter 8, he states that we are more than conquerors through God and that nothing can separate us from his love. I encourage you to read that passage, Romans 8, verses 37 through 39. Well, courage is there in our journey to hope. As we previously discussed, our journey to hope will not likely be completed in this lifetime. Uh, as uh, We will continue to grow spiritually, uh, to grow in our hope. and it, It's not something that we arrive and then it's done with. It's something that continues on. And as we journey to hope, we can see the changes in our life as we grow closer to our Lord and the true hope that he offers. And when we see these changes, it helps encourage us to continue to seize the hope that is before us. Now, remember I talked about in a previous lesson about the uh, three stages of hope as we journey. We said they were hope sparked, hope sensed, and hope seen. Well, hope sparked. This is when fear begins to lose its hold on us because we begin to have hope. Even the spark of hope 
and dispel the, the deepest and dark of the deepest of darkness, like a candle in a dark cave. Or the example I gave was the sun peeking over the horizon at the beginning of a new day. This spark encourages us to turn towards it in our desire to overcome fears. That's hope spark. Then we have hope sensed as we begin to move towards hope. We begin to see changes in our life and we know we're on our journey to hope. We begin to develop the courage to face challenges and fears as our hope increases. We may still harbor doubts and fears, but we are moving and seeing more and more what we had hoped for. We're moving toward it. That's hope sensed. And then hope seen. As we continue to grow in hope, we clearly see in our life and through the challenges we're facing more and more hope. And we begin to feel more and more the calmness and peace that that hope brings to us. Sometimes it brings and quite often brings excitement as we begin to realize it's working. And that moves us toward outrageous courageousness to keep going when others may say just give up or sometimes we might have felt like giving up, but we keep going. We mature in our view and see beyond the current situation and we grab hold of the hope that's there before us. Well, friends, let me wrap up. Let me review a couple of the key points here to remind you about this. Outrageous courageousness involves understanding what causes our fears and working to overcome them. This may be something beyond our abilities, so we seek help and support from others. And as we identify and work to remove our fears, our hope grows. Courage and hope work together. No matter life situations, courage sustains our hope and our faith. Fear loses its grip on us. Because of hope. Hope quietly calms those fears. And it reminds us that the final chapter of our life has not been completed. We are still alive. There's still a future out there. And we can grow in hope to meet that future. The Apostle Paul makes uh, what many would consider an outrageous, courageous statement as he reminds us of this. In the book of Romans, chapter 8, verses 18 and 19, I want to read this to you. The Apostle Paul says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation awaits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. In other words, for the children of God. But Paul says, yeah, I'm suffering, but you know, it's not worth what's going to happen when our Lord returns. And so from creation, waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. Friends, I, I thank you for joining me as together we journey in hope. I remind you, as I said in this episode, I have faced fear. I have faced challenges to my hope. Every day seems to have challenges to hope, but we learn to deal with them. I invite you to continue with this podcast as we gain insights into not only your journey of hope, 
but how you can help others in their journey. And I invite you to contact me if you have questions or comments or you wish to share with me something you've experienced in your journey to hope. My email is ourjourneytohope at gmail.com. Our journey and the number two, hope. Our journey to hope at gmail.com. 